Welcome everyone and you're listening to Punchline, the show that brings you poetry and perspective for the young and the young at heart. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet. Now let's get started. Uh, it feels good to be back in the lab, um, cooking up some new stuff for the new year. It's great. New beginnings, new year, new start, and what a day it has been, am I right? So, like all of you listening in right now, today I spent a lot of my time watching the inauguration unfold on my TV in my living room, and it was a surreal kind of moment, and today's episode is just going to focus on my reflections and my take on the whole event from today and some takeaways for you guys i'm not trying to retell what happened because i'm pretty sure 99 percent of you saw what happened on tv live anyways or you're going to see recordings and other speeches and stuff that were already recorded and saved and it's going to be playing on the news all day so i'm going to bring some unique takes to what you're already being thrown at for your in your direction Alright, so the previous administration was whisked away in a helicopter to Mar-a-Lago in Florida. Gone, goodbye, and hello to a new presidency. So that helicopter flight, which eventually turned into a bit of a publicity stunt and resembled the previous administration's campaign trail, um, it was really a freeing moment for a lot of Americans and for a lot of people around the world just to realize that it's over. It can't get any worse than what it already has been. It's been a very, very long and treacherous four years for the people in the United States and everybody outside in the world looking at the United States, feeling like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) So then we look at this from a different lens because, well, I'm not American, I'm Canadian, but I'm sure it had the same effect on people who are living in America. Obviously, it was more amplified for those who are Americans. I know that I have a lot of American listeners, so I hope that this will be appealing to you as well, but just know that I am coming from a perspective where I do not live in the United States, so I can't tell that story, but I can tell my perspective. So, That was basically the general idea of that helicopter flight out of Washington to Florida and Mar-a-Lago. That was the exhale of what had happened last year and we're inhaling all the new stuff that is going to happen. So, and we realized that at the start of the last administration that a lot of people thought that the first lady was going to differentiate herself from the president. However, after the four years had gone on, a lot of people started to realize that they were along the same lines in terms of where they stand politically and even just how they respond to certain scenarios. So they weren't really all that different, to be honest. And then we come to today, the inauguration of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. And he was sworn in as the 46th president of the United States today. And if you were watching the inauguration live, then you could have seen 
the very, very large Bible that has been in his family for over 127 years. And I thought that was a really cool piece of history that he got to bring with him um, to swear himself in as the 46th president. I thought that was a really powerful moment for him. And it's like he's bringing the whole family with him and he's bringing all of his morality and um good spirits and good energy positive energy into the white house and he actually attended church service before he proceeded to go to the white house for the actual inauguration and to the capitol and then of course we have kamala debbie harris madame vice president i mean let me tell you the moment was also surreal and i've got to say i loved her choice of color the color purple was actually um a nod to shirley chisholm who had previously run for president of the united states as a black woman and that was a very very conscious choice of her to wear purple to symbolize all of the black women who have come before her and now she even said before that while she is the first to be a woman, first of all, and black and South Asian, but also she won't be the last. So while she is taking up space in the most powerful office, arguably in the entire world, as a woman of color, there will be many more. She will not be the last one. And then... We also need to look at who was there and what do they stand for? Who are these other people who were there? It wasn't just, of course, it was focusing on Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And these are two very important people who we are going to be watching for the next four years as they continue to reconstruct um, this nation and different ties with different countries and try to reestablish the strength and the unity of the American people. But of course, we have other important figures who symbolize a lot of what Americans believe is what America stands for. So there were people such as Eugene Goodman. And if you don't know who Eugene Goodman is, he is a police officer and who happens to be African-American. And he was actually on scene during the January 6th riots at the capitol building and he was there by himself and he single-handedly had to protect the capitol in his designated area that he was protecting and there was a series of powerful photos that were taken of him by the new york times the la times so many different reporters and media outlets had blown up this photo of him standing in front of the capitol building in front of the chamber doors in order to protect the capitol and the people inside from the rioters who had broken their way into the capitol building so he actually escorted kamala harris onto the stage he's received a promotion i think that he's an amazing guy and he definitely deserves all of the great things that are going to be coming towards him people know who he is they know his name and he's considered a national american hero for what he was able 
to bring forth as a police officer. Remember, he was not part of the military or he was not in active service. He was not heavily armed. He was just a regular police officer who was doing his job, but he went above and beyond to protect the American people and the American democracy. So I think that that was amazing. And that photo will go down in history for the rest of time. I even heard that the Smithsonian Museum is collecting artifacts and pictures, articles, clippings, all kinds of things to make a new display of what occurred on January 6th for generations to come because it is a historical moment and everybody was glued to their TV. They dropped everything to just watch what was happening. Everybody had to sit down, watch and be silent and mourn what was happening in America. And then there's this young, beautiful powerhouse who comes in out of nowhere. Her name is Amanda Gorman. And let me just say that I think that her poem was amazing. She was very articulate and poised and it had so much relevance. It was very timely. She is the youngest inaugural poet laureate at just 22 years old. She is also a Harvard alum from the graduating class of 2020 and I thought that that was amazing she's amazing I'm a super fan now I think she's really cool and she had a lot to say her poem was entitled the hill we climb and actually there was an article posted about her writing process of the poem that she was called to submit and to perform at the inauguration which we saw today. On January 6th, when the rioting was happening at the Capitol, her poem was actually not finished yet, and that was just a few days ago, so I can definitely emphasize with her on that note because I often pull like all-nighters just to get my poems in order and sometimes I've even gone to competition where I've come up with a poem a few days before and it's amazing and everybody loves it when I get there and I pretend like I had it saved there from a month before because sometimes when you're just passionate about things it just rushes to you it comes to you naturally it flows from your pen naturally and you just start writing and your hand and your words and your brain are all simultaneously working at the exact same speed um in in unison in harmony and then she was talking about how she stayed awake for hours into the night until she was finished the poem and then once the writing had happened she had actually written a whole new section of the poem which was inspired by what had transpired at the capitol building and she added a whole other dimension to that poem to reflect on what was occurring in america and that this is not anything new what was brewing in america was not anything new and even the title the hill we climb this is a phase of new beginnings but it is not the end we are just starting to go into another four years of a biden harris presidency and vice presidency and we're going to see significant rebuilding stages and growth stages where we're trying to salvage what is left of what has or what has been left from the previous administration in order to build towards a better future so i definitely appreciate 
Amanda for all who she is. She's very inspiring. And I hope that you all had a chance to watch her perform her piece. And then I was watching the parade after all of the inauguration had happened. I'm lucky that I actually had a spare this morning. So I got to watch all of it in the morning. And then I went to online class and I did work, listened to presentations, all of that. And then once school was over, I started to watch the inauguration parade with my mom and it hit me that it was kind of like a full circle moment. Now hear me out. So I was sitting at the foot of her bed facing her television when I was much younger and I was watching the vote count come in to make it official that Barack Obama was going to be president and the first African-American president in the history of the United States and I was absolutely glued to the TV. And then today, on another inauguration day, I found myself in the exact same position, in the exact same spot, sitting at the foot of her bed, glued to the TV as I saw Kamala, Madame VP, step out of her car and walk along the reporter lines on either side and it just hit me it's like these inaugurations while they do happen in america they are very significant to people watching all around the world because kamala harris is now the most powerful woman in the entire world arguably the most powerful woman in the entire world just because she is now madame vice president and that holds so much weight to it and so much strength and joy and happiness and there's there's so much to look forward to coming out of this and of course whenever we have people who we are idolizing and who we see as people who can bring others out of a bad situation we know that nobody is perfect and I get that. We get that, we understand it. We see so many people saying that we need to hold people accountable even though this is a series of firsts that is occurring. Of course, we are going to go in with an open mind and see what they have to offer, but there is so much relief, so much freedom, so much weight lifted off our soldiers just by having these two incredible individuals come into office and start signing new bills and signing things into law and bringing more democrats into the government or paving the way for more people to actually succeed and reach that so-called american dream that everyone is looking for in the united states and i have a strong feeling that things are just going to get better from there and Without further ado, of course, I need to comment on the fashion because there were so many cool moments when people were walking down the stairs at the Capitol building. I mean, let me talk first about Michelle Obama. Like, wow, <laughs> her her pantsuit, this vibrant um, fuchsia kind of color going on and everything was coordinated, the statement belt that she had and the long trench coat that also matched her outfit on point of course and then we see her hair her hair was amazing it was beautiful and 
then there was Barack Obama, he looked sharp. There was Joe Biden, he looked sharp. Everybody looked sharp in their suits and everything. And even the second gentleman who is um, Kamala Harris's husband, everybody looked great. And then there were the Biden daughters who had pink and beige and they were all coordinated. Everything was great. Everyone looked great. And um, Dr. Jill Biden as well, she was wearing blue and then JLo performed and she was wearing a really cool white ensemble. And of course, Lady Gaga being the showstopper that she is, she <laughs> decided to wear this huge red overskirt um, on top of the all black ensemble that she had, as well as a large pin of a dove to symbolize freedom. And the dress actually reminded me of my dress that I wore to my quinceanera because there was just so much dress, if you know what I mean. I'm just glad that nobody fell down any stairs. Everybody had designer shoes on and nobody slipped on the carpet. Everybody was great. I, The whole thing was just amazing. And even to see the interactions between people, of course, there were social distancing protocols involved and there were different measures. There was this one guy who was designated to wipe down the podium after everyone spoke and after everybody took their turn going up to the podium. He always had to wipe it down after just to make sure it was clean. And just to see the interactions between people like Michelle Obama and Kamala Harris. I know they fist bumped a couple times and I could see that they were talking to each other. And it was such a cool experience to see how other black women support more black women into higher positions and uplifting each other. And that's what we really need. We need a sense of community to uplift people who are qualified for the job and who are articulate, who are intelligent, who are empathetic and who are just full of grace. So it only makes sense that we need to work on unification and supporting people, uplifting people and seeing all of the other Kamala Harris's that are going to come after her. It's it's all really hopeful and it was definitely a surreal moment today and I'm just kind of coming down from cloud nine. You know, it's like what, 5.30 or something when I'm recording this? So, you know, I'm being real. This is completely unscripted. I'm just talking from the bottom of my heart. I'm trying to stick to that mantra of just doing unscripted episodes where it's just raw feelings and raw emotions and being more authentic because I while I do appreciate a script every now and then and sometimes it does help me to keep on track if I'm trying to push out multiple episodes at a certain time or to meet certain deadlines and I just want to cut down the time to a certain amount it it's very liberating and I think with this whole new year and the inauguration and everything happening it's time for liberation it's long overdue for liberation for all of us to liberate ourselves from things that are holding us back and to look ahead to what can be possible there's going to be so many kids today who are looking at it from their perspective and their young new fresh eyes at the world and they will this phrase keeps occurring and people keep saying it on the news that they will never know a time when a woman was not vice president because now we do have a female vice president who happens to be black and south asian 
and that's super dope. So, considering all of that, I think that's going to wrap up today's episode. I hope you enjoyed my commentary on the events that occurred today, and I'm glad that everything went without a hitch, and... I guess you beat me to the punchline. I am your host, Hannah Flores, the poet, and thank you so much for listening to the first episode of 2021. Let's go. So basically, I already have told you guys that my show is on, it's available on all platforms and it can be streamed anywhere. I'm going to be doing some more projects this semester because the semester is ending and I have some time this week to be doing more recordings and to stay in the lab and cook up some more awesome content for you guys and I hope you guys are doing well with summatives. The semester is almost over. If you live in Ontario, specifically in Canada, then I know that finals are this week and you're just trying to get things done. I wish you all the best and yeah, feel free to check out my anchor account at anchor.fm slash poet and that is my website for the punchline podcast where you can find all of my current episodes and you can find all of my social media at poet and at mosaic media productions that is my new poetry or punchline podcast film art media outlet kind of account it's just lumped into everything that i create and that is me and feel free to check that out share this episode if you found anything interesting about it feel free to tell people about the show i really appreciate it and with that i hope you have an amazing day and let's make a toast to 2021 i'm really hopeful for the future